Welcome to the Jordan and Kristen Rickard Show. The world is falling apart, but you don't have to. Join Jordan and Kristen as they discuss the challenges that face us in our decaying world every day. God has a plan for you to have victory and to be a light in the darkness. As the Bible says, those who are wise will shine like the brightness of the heavens, and those who lead many to righteousness like the stars forever and ever. Now, here's Jordan and Kristen. Like introducing us rapping, like, oh, hang on, we're starting. All right. All right, everybody. I hope you're having a good week. Welcome to another edition of Jordan and Kristen Pray for You. Uh, I promised you on Monday that we'd be talking tonight about overcoming depression. Okay, this is part of our Overcoming Darkness series. And let me be clear at the outset, okay? God wants you to overcome depression. I I, I can't stand when I hear these people say that, well, you know, a, a Christian life is not necessarily a happy life. And it's like, well, yeah, I understand you're going to go through things and just read the book of Job or or you can, you know, read about the Apostle Paul, what he went through. But uh, God says the fruits of the Spirit are love, joy, and peace, Okay. If you ever read through Psalms, you see that David is constantly in distress, and yet God comes to comfort him. Jesus is constantly wiping away the tears of the mournful and the so- and the sorrowful. Sorrowful, okay. Jesus says one of the things that you can do to help people is, for example, if they're prisoners, you come and give them comfort. And the Bible talks in Isaiah about overcoming a spirit of heaviness. So at the outset, understand that God wants you to replace depression with joy and freedom. Okay, And to be clear, when I talk about depression, I'm not just talking about somebody who's sad. I've heard like I'm talking about clinical grade depression. I've heard it described by someone as waking up every day as though that day your beloved dog just died. And in fact, the person who gave that description said that they actually had a dog not long ago who died. And the experience of losing the dog was not nearly as bad as what their everyday experience was like. That just regular clinical grade depression is many, many multiples worse than that. It's not even a real comparison. And when you really understand that, you see that it's not it, it's it's not just sadness. It's actually a, a form of mental and spiritual oppression. That's really what it should be called. We call it depression, but it's really spiritual oppression. All right. But the good news is Jesus came to set the captives free. All right. Now, I know we're all biological beings, and there are some people who suffer from depression for strictly physiological reasons. And and there are people who just make themselves depressed because they live an unhealthy lifestyle, right? They don't get enough sleep. They don't get enough exercise. They don't eat right. And, and they don't think about what they're putting in their body. Remember, you can't fill your mind with bad things and expect that you're going to have a, a, a good mental life. Uh, in the anxiety series, I talked about Philippians 4.8, which says that we need to focus on the positive things. Whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable. If anything is excellent or praiseworthy, so we're going to come back to in a minute, praiseworthy, think about such things. You know, the strange thing about people, you see that misery loves company. And that means you'll notice that people who are depressed listen to depressing music and they like to be around other depressing and depressed people, oftentimes, by the way, in depressing bars where they drink alcohol, which is itself a depressant. It's sort of a weird thing. It just like wants to feed on itself. So if you're trying to overcome depression, number one, make sure you're living a physically and mentally healthy lifestyle. All right. But I'd be willing to bet that most of the people that depression, most of the people who experience depression are really experiencing more of a spiritual problem than a chemical problem. Yeah, living an unhealthy lifestyle makes it worse and keeps people trapped, but the infection site is often spiritual. You know, when something bad happens, when you lose a loved one, for example, it's natural to be sad, and that's fine. And in fact, what I really worry about is people who don't exhibit sadness when they experience something that should cause them to be sad, because that to me is unhealthy. You know, that sadness has to come out. And I think a lot of depression is people who have this bottled up sadness and never have never really learned how to release it in a healthy way. Okay. But there's also the possibility that what you're really experiencing is the consequence of sin in your life, right? Nobody likes physical pain, but physical pain is actually very important because pain is what tells us that something's wrong with our body. Well, so too, a lot of uh, spiritual and mental discomfort is our body's way of telling us that something's wrong with our spirit life. 
And it's usually because you're either living in sin or you have some unconfessed sin that you have to confess and repent of so it can be released. So just as if you go through a trauma, okay, you have to you have to confront that. You have to bring it to the surface so it can be released instead of bottling it up. Sin is the same way. You can't just cover up your sin. You have to understand that your sin has to be brought to the surface and repented of so that Jesus's blood can cleanse you of it. Okay. so how do we overcome all this? Well, Psalm 1611 says, in God's presence, there is fullness of joy at your right hand and pleasures forevermore. In other words, you cannot be close to God and be depressed any more so than light and darkness can coexist because God is joy. Okay, so the the trick here is we have to get close to God. And James 4.8 says, it's very simple to do this. He says, come close to God and God will come close to you. You've heard me say that verse, but here's the next sentence. Okay, we, this is the part we leave out, and it's the important part. It says, wash your hands, you sinners. Purify your hearts, for your loyalty is divided between God and the world. Okay, so you get close to God through righteousness, through cleansing of sin. That's why I just said confessing your sin, okay, that's what allows you to come closer to God. The Bible says, when the righteous cry out, the Lord hears them, and he delivers them from all their troubles. So again, if you want to be delivered from depression, okay, the key is you have to be righteous. Notice the emphasis on righteousness. The Bible doesn't say God delivers everybody, okay? It says he delivers the righteous from their troubles. Again, many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers them from all, okay? So step number one, you need to get rid of any unrighteousness in your life, any sin in your life. You have to repent of it and you have to be obedient, all right? Step number one. Step number two, the Bible says, again, to get close to God, enter his gates with thanksgiving, enter his courts with praise. So praise and thanksgiving get us closer to God. But more than that, it's actually the prescription for, defe- for defeating depression, okay? Isaiah 61.3 says that God wants to comfort all who mourn, give us the oil of joy instead of mourning, and listen to this, a garment of praise instead of a spirit of depression. Okay, so to get rid of depression, you need to not just try to pull the depression out of you. You need to fill that space with something else. That something else is praise. And sometimes you need to force the depression out by forcing the praise in. Okay, so not only does praise bring us closer to God, it also fills that space that's presently being occupied by depression. And step three, okay, ready? Do good to others. I'm telling you, you are never closer to God than when you are helping other people. And remember, God gives seed to the sower. I've done several episodes about this, how if you want forgiveness, the Bible says you have to give forgiveness. If you want mercy, the Bible says you have to give mercy, okay? If you want actually financial gain, the the Bible says you you have to bless other people financially. Well, in the same way, if you want joy, look for other people to help. Look for other people to allow God's joy to flow through you and into them. That's what the Bible means when it says it gives seed to the sower. So if you want that joy, start sowing joy into other people, okay? You know, in the anxiety series, I spoke about how anxiety is an inward emotion, And that part of the method to overcome it is to go from being an inward person focused on yourself, focused on the pain that you're in, focused on your sadness, okay, to being an outward person. That's the trick with, I shouldn't say trick, that's part of the methodology here, okay? That's maybe how you describe it in the natural. Stop focusing on yourself, focus on others. And the best way to do that, the most, I think, spiritually fulfilling way to do that, all right, to replace that depression in you with the joy of the Lord is to sort of open up your conduit. Let the joy of God flow through you and into other people. It's actually, if you understand how electricity works, it's very similar. You know, if you want a light to go on, you can't just shoot electricity to that light. The electricity actually has to flow through that light to create a circuit. It's really the same thing with God's power. If you want the blessings of God, you can't just bottle up here. God want, God will give blessings to people who will release those blessings into other people. And so if you want joy, if you want fulfillment, okay, you need to release yourself. You get this depression out of the way and allow God's joy to flow into you and, and into other people. So the theme here, all in all, guys, you can't get out of this depression. You're never going to defeat it unless you get closer to God. That's the trick. There's just no substitute for it. And that means rejecting sin, repenting of it, living a righteous life, using praise to push out sadness and fill the space that sadness occupies, 
and let that joy flow through you and into other people. And it might not happen overnight, but I promise you that if you just dedicate your life to that, you're going to see that depression start to, to release from you. And you're going to fill it with the, with the love of God and the fruits of the spirit, which are love, joy, and peace. That's my message for you tonight. Awesome. Awesome job, honey, as always. And uh, that was a really great point about the righteousness, about the righteous God delivering the righteous. I think sometimes we forget, you know, if there's a sin, a hidden sin, of course, it's going to affect every area of your life. You're exactly right. And so you need to take care of that because that's the cloud of heaviness over you. So that's that's awesome. And also, um, when you mentioned about praise, um, you know, make a joyful noise to the Lord, like you say, sing, praise God, but gratitude could also be a form of praise. And I think, you know, yeah, you're what you focus on grows and your mind cannot focus on being in fear. You can't fear and faith can't coexist. You can't be depressed and be full of the joy of the Lord at the same time. All those things, you know, there's, it's very black and white in terms of good versus evil, life versus death, all of those things. One's on this side of the, of the scoreboard, one's on the other. So in other words, when we fill our minds, when you start to feel just focus on being grateful and thank the Lord and, and praising him and thanking him through yeah. gratitude, all of a sudden it, it becomes very apparent. Like why, why am I have this heaviness? So yeah. Um, and and praise isn't just singing songs. I mean, that that's got its place also. Don't get me wrong, but praise is just like, even what we do every morning, Kristen, where you just name a body part and you tell God why you're thankful for it. We tell God how we're just thankful just for everything in our lives that just, you know, it, even you know the food we get, the clothes in our back, it's just going through life uh, being very thankful. And actually, when you do that, you'll start to identify people who maybe don't have things as well as you. You'll start to see where other people can be helped. And as you start to do that, as you're thankful for your life, you'll start to actually help other people achieve a place where they where they are more thankful as well. And that's really where you sort of break the cycle. People understand, you know, most of sin, most of depression, anxiety, it's a cycle, and that's it's like a negative feedback loop. Mm-hmm. Yes, it, you know, d- d- depression um, causes sort of uh, behaviors that make you more depressed. You get you get depressed because you're depressed, right? It's like some people have eating disorders. It's like it's like they eat because they're sad, and they're sad because they eat, and it feeds in on itself. And and depression's often like this. It's like you know you feel depressed. Sometimes it's just because you're depressed and, and that makes you more depressed. You get depressed because you're a depressed person. And yeah. so what you need to do is break the momentum of this. You have to break the cycle of it. And look, it's it's not a sudden thing. I think part of the problem is so many people just expect that you, know, you, 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 you download like this antivirus software and it cleans it up. And that's not it. A lot of times it's a battle. There are some people who get healed pretty quickly. But, you know, life is, is about growth and it's a day-to-day battle. And so I don't promise people instantaneous healings all the time, but I promise them that there is a method that God has set out and and that if it's followed, God promises us that it'll work. That's right. And you know what? Pray when you don't feel like it. Praise when you don't feel like it. You know, a lot of times in life, you have to just do and be disciplined and that will come. Then when you start praising, when you start thanking, that's when it's come because that's, that's when you need it the most, honestly. Right. And people don't realize that's the other thing. I think the enemy tries to tell people, get in their ear, oh, you're just a depressed person. Oh, you're just a this person and label you and you listen to those labels. Any person at any given time can, if they choose, has the choice to fall into each category. So it's not just, a, oh, you're that kind of person. Don't let the enemy tell you that lie. Definitely, definitely know that God has uh, the joy of the Lord is a gift that he has for you. Yep. All right, go ahead, baby. Lead us in prayer. Okay. Lord, thank you that the joy of the Lord is our strength. Thank you that you have stored up so much for us, God. Thank you, Lord, that we have everything we need in you. You have so much, so much that you want to give us and show us and and be for us, God. You are everything we need. You are love. You are the depth of love. You are true, true joy, and true holiness, and true, true everything, God, that we've ever wanted in life, Lord. Lord, I pray for every person who feels 
like they're struggling with this tonight. Feels like they're struggling with depression. Maybe, maybe they really would have a quote unquote reason to feel depressed. Maybe some, they, there's something that they have a heaviness or um, something that happened or something they just can't let go of. God, would you come in and would you take off that heaviness and exchange it for the garment of praise and the gar- your garment and the banner of love and bring them to your banqueting table? God, I just pray for every person who's had a situation where they don't seem to be able to find a way out. There's no situation that is not within the realm of God's power and is, is completely tragic in terms of giving into depression and the, spi- the downward spiral from that, whether it's financial, whether it's health-related, whether it's even grief or loss, and all those things can be very, very troubling things. But God, God is comforting you. God, I pray that you would just put your arms around the, those who, who need comfort right now. And those who feel that like they've just got a depression thing going on just because they don't even know where it started. Lord, break that. Break that depression, God. Let them, let us all come to you with gratitude in our hearts and praise you, God. And praise you with our lips and praise you with our lives. And thank you for what you've given us. And even if some of us are not singers, just make a joyful noise to the Lord. And break, break the enemy's plans by as we sing and as we as we thank you and as we say oh Jesus you are so beautiful oh Jesus you are so wonderful oh thank you Lord for this life you've given us thank you for your power and your spirit and your mightiness and your holiness God and and your calling on our lives and your goodness oh you are so so good to us oh you are so perfect oh great are you Lord We fall at your feet, God. We thank you with honor and glory and praise and blessings be to your name, God. Lord, we thank you for who you are. You are the one who was and is and is to come. You are our healer. You are our deliverer. You are our ever-present help in time of need. You are the one. You are the one who gives us good things, Lord. No good thing do you withhold if our walk is blameless. Lord, no good thing do you withhold from us. Thank you for your love and your spirit on us and your spirit on each and every person who's listening and the plan and the beautiful future. Remind each person of the beautiful future you have for their life, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. All right. Great work there, Kristen. Absolutely. Wonderful. Thank you. So we have a few prayer requests. First, I'm going to start with one actually that was just texted to me. So if you give me one second. All right. Our friend Nicole is going to her doctor on Friday. Um, Says, say a prayer. To uh, that, all her blood work comes back okay. Pray for her left arm um, to stop freezing up. She had a, a brain surgery earlier, right. and so we're certainly going to pray for that. And also um, for Mary Beth, uh, pray for James to have a successful semester. Um, do you know Mary Beth is actually uh, my aunt, and so we certainly are grateful to hear her. And so I guess uh, James actually my nephew, if that's correct. So we'll certainly pray for both those people real quick, and then we have. A bunch of people, Kristen, for you to pray for. So, Father God, let's start by praying for our friend Nicole, who's had uh, who we require to be fully healed. We know that she stands with you in faith; that she is a, one of our, our faithful uh, believers, and she loves you more than life itself. And God, we just pray that you give her life and life abundantly. The Bible says, "By your stripes we are healed," and so we we pray that for her. And as far as uh, James goes. God, your word says, study to show ourselves approved. And we know that you honor our good efforts. And so, God, we we pray for James to have a successful semester where uh, I'm going to just declare that he wins most improved student. I don't even know if he's a good student or not. I was, you know, it took me a while to kind of get my feet under me. But uh, whatever, however good of a student he is, we pray that he has a totally successful semester. In Jesus' name, amen. Yeah, uh, he's actually your cousin. Uh, is that right? Yes. Mom, sister. Cousin. Yes, you're right. I'm I misspoke. Thank you, Kristen. You're welcome. <laughs> All right, look at that. I have a cousin. All right. <laughs> I, I did know that. I don't know why I confused myself. No, I know. It's it is confusing. I'm like All right. So let's do the uh, we have a, a few prayer requests came in. 
Chris, and I'll let you do these. Um, then I'll, I'll take some of the live ones. Adetan says, pray for my family's upliftment and success. Asim says, pray for my family. Caesar says, pray for my husband's job. Eunice says, pray for my husband and sons. And Moon says, pray for the visa process. So really, Adentan, Asim, Caesar, and Eunice are all praying for their families. And then Moon says, pray for the visa process. All right, Lord, we lift up Adetan, Asim, Caesar, Caesar, Eunice, and Eunice to you, Lord, for their families, God. Lord, you know what's on their heart, God. I pray for their health and their wellness and just the unity in their family, God, that you would bring them to a new place in you, that you would show them new things, Lord, that you have for them, God, and give them new treasures and just make them all and every single member of their family just come closer to you and have an intimate walk with you like never before and that that your blessings would chase them down as they follow after you. And for Moon, we pray for his visa to go through, Lord, and we pray for every era of his life to be blessed by your power, God, and the plans you have for him. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. We have a praise report from Precious Mine, which oh. we prayed for a while ago. It says, God bless you both. I'm Hazel Fernandez from the Philippines, and thank you both uh, because uh, a month later, since I asked you to pray for my delivery, I gave birth to my first child. Glory to God. Delivery was safe and normal. Amen. So there we go. Yay! Oh, that's wonderful. Oh, that's great. Give your praise bell. Yes. Give me a second. Okay. Unprepared. <laughs> Glad I don't get a grade on this. Yeah. <laughs> Woo! Let's hear it for Hazel. All Amen. right. Make a joyful noise. There you go. There you go. All right. So um, let's see. Akhlilu says, pray for my marriage. And Christopher Bokobo says, pray for my family, friends, and relatives outside my country. All right, I'm going to do that. Uh, so, Father, I, I pray for Akhlilu's marriage. I pray for a total restoration of that marriage. I pray for togetherness. And I recommend that Akhlilu also goes watch and watches our relationship series, which I think has 20, I think has 20 episodes at this point. So uh, that might be a good place to start. And for Christopher Bokobo's family, we pray for them. We pray for all the all of his relatives outside the country that they're all safe and blessed, and um, and that all of their needs are met. In Jesus' name, Amen. I also want to pray for Dusty Stanfield. Now it says I'm struggling with depression. My mother's in the hospital with COVID and double pneumonia. All right. So first of all, this is actually two things. One, in Jesus' name, we pray for total healing for Dusty's mother. We speak to this coronavirus that's in her, and we order it out of her. We order her lungs to be perfectly functional, her immune system to be perfectly functional, and for this double pneumonia to be uh, completely gone. And Dusty, we pray against this spirit of depression. Now, we just did a whole show on this, so you can watch the show from the beginning. I see you joined us about uh, seven or eight minutes into it, so uh, I recommend you go watch the show. But again, you know, there's depression, and then there's just worry, anxiety, and sadness. And I think you know, you're probably going through a lot not right now because of your mother and everything. And uh, just understand that God is close, wants to be close to you. He wants you to draw close to him. And uh, I might also, since you're going through this difficult time, uh, observe that we did five episodes in our anxiety series. And so you might you might think about that also. And also, I would just one other thing. You know, I, I have spoken about, and Kristen agrees, about the importance of, I think, taking communion for your own healing. I would suggest you take communion for your mother's healing. I don't know why I'm saying that, but I don't think that's the worst idea in the in the world. Just go watch our our taking communion episode. And um, I'm not look. This isn't a book of spells. This isn't a magic potion. I'm just feeling like this is something I should tell you. So I would, you know, go get right with God. Go watch our communion episode and you know, take your communion and just you know, Father God, we just give Dusty's mother over to you. We lay this whole situation at her feet, and we look forward to getting a praise report on that. In Jesus' name, amen. Kristen, hello. Yes, I'm here. Okay. Povita Robles Castello says, Brother Jordan, Sister Kristen, please pray for me and my children's needs, especially financially. All right, now, Lord. I was going to give you Peter's instead of that one, but that one's shorter, and Peter has written us like a whole exegesis here. And so rather than me try to read that and you memorize, I'll just give you the short one and I'll take Peter's, all right? 
All right. Lord, we pray for Hovita. We pray for her family, God. We pray for everything going on in their lives, Lord. They would just come in and just bless them in every single way. Lord, take over their finances and their health and their relationships, God, and just create a, 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 what I'm feeling for you is peace. Just create, Lord, for them a whole atmosphere of peace, God. You're the God of order, not of confusion, and you are the God of peace, Lord. So I pray for an element of peace, Lord, to come and overtake them, Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. All right. So Peter has written like a three-point sermon here, and uh, I'm just going to read it, and then I'll, I'll pray over that. By the way, if I haven't mentioned it tonight, Kristen, you look, I mean, you always look great, but you just look like, even for you, you just set like new highs and new standards every night. And, oh, thank you, honey. And, um, is this, is, are you wearing a new lip gloss? Yes. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> wow. That was amazing. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I noticed these things. It's actually Mary Kay. It's a brand new Berry Delight. <laughs> <laughs> well, do you happen to know any? Do you happen to know anybody who sells Mary Kay? I do. Oh, okay. I do. It's only 16. And actually, it's amazing because apparently your man will notice your lips are shinier and more lustrous. <laughs> this is not the first time, by the way, that Chris has changed something about her makeup. And I noticed it like the, the next day, like she changed her eyeshadow one time. and It was just like not even a big difference. It was like like, you know, one-tenth of a shade or something. I was like, Kristen, are you wearing new eyeshadow? I mean, who does that? He, this man has a superpower of re- <laughs> noticing when I have a different lip gloss on on camera that I just, like, put on. Wow, that's amazing. That is amazing. He, he, I know. I knew that you had a superpower, but that's... I can't, I can't help noticing you, Kristen. I just, oh. I just stare at you. Oh, well, I love staring at you because you're the most handsome man ever. In the universe, so not wearing lip gloss, though. No, 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 no. All right, back to back to Peter here. Okay, I'm sorry, Peter. Hey, Peter. By the way, when you get a chance, you sent us this really not this message tonight, but you sent us in the inbox some message that I just don't understand. It's like a long list of things. If you can just tell me what that's about and you know clarify, that'd be helpful. So let's get to what Peter has to say here. All right, he says, "Here goes my characteristic novel for the day." First praise report. You got your bell there, Kristen? Yes, I do. He says, God is good. There is a co-worker of mine who I'd given a copy of The Case for Christ. Oh, that's uh, Strobel's book, right? Yes, good book. He he wrote that, and he also wrote Case for the Creator, which I read is really good. So he says uh, his co-worker loved it and said it made him really think, and he allowed me to connect him to a pastor I know. Says he really thinks there may be something to all of what I believe and had a lot of questions. Uh, So, well, let's praise. You know what, God, first of all, we're going to give you all the praise for that, but also... You know, yes. when we have a fish on the line like this, we want to reel them in. So, God, we pray. Yes, God. You bring this person. You just stir this person's spirit. You just just make your presence felt very uh, deeply in this person. Just kind of agitate his spirit and, and and make him understand that what he's missing is you. And we just we just call this this soul in. And I can't wait because we know Peter's relentless over there. So I can't wait until Peter gives us a praise report. This person accepted Christ. And I would point out, Peter, that if you need someone to lead this person in the call to salvation, first of all, you're very qualified to do it, or you can simply show right. him Kristen doing it because she's magnificent in all things. So that's our praise report. Kristen, where's the bell? Yay. Good. Yay. He's a good, like I did it. Yeah. <laughs> good work. Yeah. All right. Now <laughs> Peter lives out in Chicago and he's worried about, he asked us to pray against these 35 gangs who, and I posted about this on my Facebook page have formed a pact where they um, have agreed the moment they see a police officer with their gun pulled, they're going to target and fire at the officer uh, until they're killed. So, Father God, um, you know, we know that your word says that you wish for none to perish, but for them to come to know you. So we pray for the souls of these gang members. But God, we also pray for the safety of the police officers. And we pray that they take these people off the streets uh, and and put them in prison. and, And we pray for the safety of the other people in those communities. I don't understand how it, with everything that's happening in America, that we have lost sight of the safety of people Mm. living in our cities. And it was bad enough when it was just like, 
our, our cities were unlivable because they were overrun with crime on a normal day. But now right. they've been basically taken over by, let's be honest, uh, white anarchists, mm-hmm. all right, who are, are setting things on fire and causing all kinds of problems. Um, you know, it's like it's like we forget about the good people and, and people just want to say, well, oh, they're just mad. They're protesters. Hey, you know what? No, they're destroying cities. They're destroying lives. And so we pray against the spirit of anarchy, the spirit of lawlessness. Yeah. You know, uh, and that that's I mean, Chris, I'm sure you'd agree. That's just a, a demonic spirit there. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Chris, number two, pray, pray for safe travel for Ash and his wife when she comes in two weeks. And three. Here we go. For my sister. Uh, she denied God to each of our faces about six years ago, is married and living in Seattle, another dysfunctional city, with her husband and boyfriend. What? Married and living in Seattle with her husband and boyfriend? Okay. Uh, yeah. Sounds like there's too many people, too many <laughs> too many cooks in the kitchen there. Uh, <laughs> One of these things does not match, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know why, but God has repeatedly brought her to mind during my prayer request time state. Why? I, you know why, Peter? Just pray that she does come back to Him. Thank you and Amen. sorry for my. Amen. Well, all right. Of all, I am more and more convinced, Kristen, that Peter has a great ministry over there. That it, yeah, Peter really has a, a minister's heart. You know, he's an evangelist. He's he's unashamed of the gospel. He doesn't care. He just goes out and he, he spreads the word of God. We, you imagine if we had some more Peters in the world. And I tell you what, my prophecy for Peter is, you know, Peter, you're the guy who Jesus gives the 10 talents to, and you give Jesus the 20 talents back and he gives you even more and more. He's so I think to Peter, it's well done, good and faithful servant. So Kristen, do you want to just pray for these two things for his wife and then also for his sister there? He has a good name too. You know, God said to Peter on this rock, I will build my church. So Go, wait, oh, go, look Peter. at that. Yeah, yeah. So, um, and he's got boldness like that. So, Lord, we do pray for, we thank you once again for Ashton and Peter's marriage. And we thank you that you have brought this restoration. We just ask uh, for the completion of this. And as she travels there, Lord, just make every de- detail. Lord, you care about the little things. You care about everything that concerns us. You care for the sparrow. How much more do you care for our, the details of our lives? So I just pray for every detail uh, for their marriage and for her traveling to be reunited with Peter. And um, we do pray for Peter's sister, God. We pray, we know that no person is too far gone outside of your presence. I want to ring this bell mm-hmm. and know that Peter's sister has come Full circle and, um, you know, come to to realize that the God is the one true God. There's only one true God and that there's no other way to live this life than serving, serving you. God, I know you've been chasing down Peter's sister. You have been chasing her down at every corner. You've been pursuing her, Lord. It's like the story of, um, you know, the song about reckless life, reckless love. Oh, the overwhelming reckless love of God chases me down, fights till I'm found, leaves the 99. Lord, you care about every soul and you have a plan and a purpose for Peter's sister. So God, I know you are chasing her down, Lord. We just pray against the enemy's schemes in her life and that she would see you, that you take the scales off her eyes. She would see you and turn just do a complete 180 and turn towards you. In Jesus' name, amen. I learned so much from you and you pray. You're absolutely amazing. Just so oh, you know. well, I learned so much from your sermons and your prayers. You're, you're amazing, baby. Thank you. Yeah. All right. Mumbai says, pray for a job. And Usha Das says, I'm from Fiji Island. Oh, Fiji. And uh, he needs prayer. He has a problem with arthritis in his knee. And I'm suffering from arthritis in my hand. So I'm going to pray. I'm going to take this one on my own. That's right. So Father God, in Jesus' name, first of all, we thank you for Mubai. And we thank you for Usha. Father God, we thank you that you have the perfect job for Mumbai. We thank you that this that she's going to be so blessed financially that she's going to be a blessing to other people. God, thank you, by the way, that Kristen and I are so blessed financially that we are able to be a blessing to other people. Thank you, God. As long as we're on this topic, I forgot about this. Thank you that... Uh, all of our our wedding plans um, are really just your plans that you're putting in place for us. Thank you, God, yes. for finding the right church for us, the right person to do our premarital counseling. Yes, sir. Uh, uh, thank you, God, that you have 
the, a beautiful dress for Kristen, unlike the one she tried on the other day, which was, I don't know what that person was thinking. Um, but uh, thank you. That I'm even going to declare that they're going to be able to play those bells the way you want that those bells played, Kristen. Thank yes. you, God, also for our great engagement photos and everything yes. like that. And so, God, we just thank you for that. And for Usha and me, in the name of Jesus, I just am tired of this arthritis. I order this arthritis out of my hands. I order this arthritis out of Usha's knees. That this just has no place in our body. I have too many sermons I want to type. I have too many things I want to do with my fingers that these things just need to function perfectly and normally in Jesus name. And I just, I just do not accept. I do not accept that there's anything wrong with my fingers. In fact, Kristen, I think today we were praying over fingers. That was our our body part to pray today. So I just do not accept this in Jesus name. And I do not accept the pain that Usha has in her knee and we rebuke it. And we thank you for total healing in Jesus name. Amen. Yes, Yes, sir. All right, Kristen, here's a good one for you. Oh, Mary Beth says, love you both. Thank you, Mary Beth. Love you. Peter says, thank you so much for that. I needed to hear it. Well, there you go, Peter. Amen. You know, uh, we're supposed, the Bible places a high emphasis, by the way, on encouraging one another. And so we're very happy to do that, Peter. And you certainly encourage me and Kristen. So thank you for that. You've been a great blessing to this, to Kristen and I, and to the whole uh, ministry here. Kristen, this one's for you. Biatha Lipumbu. Biatha Lipumbu. I'm, lo- I'm just reading his 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 uh, his profile picture, which I can barely see, but it says, do not allow their negati- negativity to bring you down. That's good advice. Well, he says here, hi, please pray for me and my children and my family to overcome the enemy and devil that's attacking us. Pray for my networking to receive favor. Mm, amen. And by the way, Jordan, you have, the, in addition to all your other gifts, you have the gift of encouragement. The Bible talks about the gift of encouragement. That's one of your... Great gifts. So just, you know, just, you know, I'm blushing. Every time you compliment me, I just start to blush. (laughs) Well, it's true. I just speak true. Um, Okay. So Lord, we pray, we pray for Beatha, Lord, and his entire family, God. We know that when the, the enemy comes in like this, the great news is that the enemy is trying to attack because he's not omniscient. He's not omnipresent, but he does have some little inkling of the power and the truth that you, Jesus, are over this family and you have this special, amazing plan that he cannot touch, but he's trying to drag them away. So the great news in this, there's a lot of great news, but the great news is that there's so much for Beatus family, Lord, that you have. And so we thank you for that, God. We thank you. We thank you. But now we pray. We pray against the enemy, what the enemy's trying to do, Lord. We come against, we intercede for this family. In Jesus' name, we, we pray your wall, your fortress of protection around them, God. Their hearts and their minds, God. Lord, and, and that there would be no crack. There would be no open door. There would be no foothold left for the enemy. But say, if there's something I'm just feeling that God's saying to me, is there something in your home or anywhere um, that would ever give the enemy one little foothold, um, whether that's entertainment, something you watch, whether that's um, something, is there even an object in your home um, that has some tie to, I don't really know what it would be. But if, if God, if the Holy Spirit reveals that to you, if there's an object in your home you need to get rid of that has some sort of tie to something or um, that is not of the Lord, get rid of that object, or if there is something you're watching, you shouldn't be watching. Um, you know, it may not, you may not think it's a big problem, but if there's something, just don't give the enemy. My point is any little place, any crack that he can get in. That would be my suggestion as far as spiritual warfare on this, bind your family together, start praying fervently. And, um, I know that God's protection is over your entire family because God has great plans for you guys in Jesus name. Amen. Great, great, great discernment there, baby. Good work. Thank you. Thank you. All right, couple one here. I'm going to take Stella Rubilar here. By the way, Mumbai says, thank you for your prayers. I will, I'll receive my job here in Saudi Arabia, or prayers I receive my job in Saudi Arabia. God bless you from Kenya. I used to go to a Kenyan church. Good people. That's right. That's right. Stella says, I have major depression 
and fear of COVID need to be delivered. All right. So Stella, you're just joining us now. Um, when this, when our show is over, I recommend you watch the show from the beginning where I did a long message on overcoming depression. So that's important. Um, so my pray, my prayer for you tonight, consistent with that message is that you draw closer to God, because as we discussed, right, to be near to God is to experience his joy. All right. So father God, we thank you for Stella. We, first of all, cancel this fear of COVID, not even that she has COVID, she has a fear of it. We, you know, ours is not a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. God, show her that you are there to protect her. God, we pray that she's encouraged, but God, show her how to get closer to you. If she has sin in her life that she needs to repent of, God, show her what that is and and help her understand that you're not there to 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 bring her down and condemn her, that you there's no condemnation in Christ, that you just want to bring her closer to you, Okay. Help her to heal other people. Help her for the for the joy of the Lord to flow totally through her and defeat this depression and defeat this fear in Jesus' name. All right. Let's keep coming. Kristen, here's yeah. a marriage one for you. Can you please pray? This is Mike Roofer. Do you know right. Mike? Do I do I know him? Yeah. No, I, I don't. I don't, I don't either, but so. he's using first names like I, I don't know. I thought maybe you knew this person. All right. Mike Roofer says, can you please pray for Lori and I for God to bring us back together? All right. My used to, uh, my used to say that Satan attacks the most when he knows a blessing is coming to distract us from blessings. So pray for that Kristen. All right. Mike, we pray for you and your marriage with Lori. We know that God has great and mighty things. You're right. God has great and mighty things for you guys. That this is not the end. This is just the beginning of a new beautiful chapter. And so God is going to use this time as you both get more intimate with God and and to dig deeper and closer with each other. And that beautiful triangle, which is the Holy Spirit and you and your wife, that that you can only come closer together by reaching up to God. So we Lord, we just pray that anything that is uh, seems to be a stumbling block or a blockade would turn in just like Jordan always says to a stepping stone mm-hmm. to growth in their in this relationship in this marriage. Any forgiveness that needs to happen, any any um anything that needs to be confessed, anything that Anything that seems to be a communication issue or whatever it is, Lord, Lord, you are the one who can restore. You're the one who can just make it not just as it was before, but even better and show them the beautiful things you have for them. In Jesus' name, amen. Great job, Kristen. All right. Beth Oy spelled U-Y. And I wonder, I feel like we prayed for this before, but I'm going to go ahead. Um, it says, good morning, a man and woman of God. Of course, it's, it's night where Kristen and I are, but good morning to you. Uh, asking for favor to please pray for my friend, my friend, Azukina Sabong to be healed from lung cancer. Did we pray for That sounds familiar. Um, I'm not sure. I mind praying a second. That's fine. Please help me pray for that cancer to die. And let Azunka live in the name of Jesus. Thank you to Jordan and Kristen. To God be the glory. Love you guys. I I like this prayer, Kristen, because she's telling the cancer to die. You know, one of the things we emphasize is is Jesus says, if you have the faith of a mustard seed, and Kristen has a shirt that says, "Be careful, I have the faith of a mustard seed, and I'm armed with it." It says, "You can tell order this mountain to throw itself into the sea." It doesn't say pray against the mountain. It says order the mountain. That's right. But when Jesus cursed the fig tree, he didn't pray against the fig tree. He cursed at it. And I like what Beth is doing here, that Beth is is ordering the cancer to die. And so we order the cancer to die. We agree with you, Beth. Yes. We're actually just going to join with you in prayer. We order the cancer to die. We order life into Azukina. Yes. We order her to be perfectly healed. And we order other people to come to the Lord because they'll see the miracle working power of this God. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right. Kristen, I think we did a lot of good tonight. Amen. Amen. Did you like how I used your, uh, I took from another sermon you did and what you say, and I used it in my prayer? Do I get extra points for that? Yeah, you have plenty of points accrued with me, believe me. (laughs) That's good. I love what you said. That's it. That's your original um, idea that God gave you about, um, I love that, about 
stumbling blocks turning oh, into yeah. stepping stones and growth. It's really good. Yep. So, all right. Well, listen, um, love of my life, who's wearing amazing lip gloss tonight. <laughs> would you mind um, leading all these good people in the call to salvation? Not at all, my beautiful soulmate. Well, if you have never accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior, this is a perfect time to do that. Just follow after me. You'll never regret that decision. Dear Jesus, I admit that I have sinned. I ask you to come into my heart. Forgive me of my sins. I make you my Lord and Savior. And I will follow you all the days of my life. In Jesus' name, amen. If you prayed that prayer, we're so excited for you and we would like to know. Uh, So definitely leave us a message or you can comment on the video. Amen. Another amazing job by my love of my life there, Kristen Pettit, just leading us all in prayer. Thank thank God. Um, I thank God for you every day, Kristen. And I thank you for our our partnership, not just on this ministry, although there's certainly that, um, but just in life in general. And uh, I'm just very grateful for you. And I just love you so much. You know, um, it's a weird thing, guys. C.S. Lewis, when he wrote the screw tape letters, if you've ever read those, it's about um, he, he, it's letters written from one demon to another. And he, he said he had to really get inside the mind of these demons to do it. And that's why the book is actually very short, because he didn't want to be in that mindset for long. He didn't want to be in that world for long. And, you know, when... I do sermons about darkness, whether it's about vengeance, about anxiety, it's about depression, um, suicide. We did one on, uh, what did we do one on Monday? I already forgot, Kristen. Pornography. Oh, that was another uplifting topic. Pornography. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the light one. Yeah, I forgot. About that. Yeah. You know, I, I need you to understand something that 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 tries to get inside you also as a, as a pastor and as someone who's who's listening to this stuff too it's going to try to get inside of you and so you know Chris and I really have to pray every day or else that stuff's going to just beat us up i can't talk about topics like that if i'm not spiritually strong and if i don't have someone not just praying for myself but really, the Bible talks about you know other people too praying with someone else, and I really need Kristen praying for me constantly, or else I wouldn't be able to come here three times a week and really address these important topics. I'd kind of be like one of these people who's limited to just giving some you know some Bible study about some topic that probably isn't going to help your life. I'm mean, just I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. I mean, maybe it does, but not really conquering, not really improving, not really mm-hmm. taking back the enemy's territory. What we're doing here, what Chris and I are doing here is we're trying to wage war on the enemy. We're trying to free people from bondages. And if, if we're going to do that, we know the enemy tries to attack us. And what you need to understand also is that the enemy is going to try to attack you too. And so that's, that's all the reason that, listen, you need to be prayed up when, you, when we're talking about these heavy topics, okay? And, uh, you know, I, if you have, if, if you can, I would find someone else to pray with you as well and to pray for you because, you know, the Bible says where any two are gathered. You know, Chris and I are here to pray for you also, and, and that's part of our ministry. We're happy to do that. But if you can find someone to pray with you on a daily basis and really several times a day, uh, that would be helpful because, you know, what you're going to see is as you move up in the kingdom of God, you know, they say the next level, the next devil where, you know, the enemy's not stupid. So, um, you know, I just want to, I just want to impress upon you guys that if you're, if you're going to be dealing with heavy things like this, that you really have to have your, your full armor of God on. Uh, oh goodness. I got a whole other things coming in right now. Hold on a second. Give me one second. No problem. Well, I'll take this moment to compliment Jordan while he's in uh, deep thought over there and to say uh, he is just the most amazing future husband I could have ever asked for. Um, And I praise God for him every day. And um, not only is he prayed up every day, and that's what we have um, in our partnership and, you know, using, he's a wonderful spiritual leader um, to emphasize since the very beginning the foundation on the Lord and in prayer, and not just as a chore, but as a lifestyle in prayer. 
and he's the real deal in terms of nobody is a you know we're we're all every nobody's a perfect person but in terms of he's he's so um when he says these messages they're from the heart he lives his life with integrity he doesn't just say a sermon and then walk away from it um he, the way he lives his life in integrity and and having you know we all have overcome certain things and um it's just a beautiful testimony so thank you for being not just a great person on here and affirming me, but being the consistent person who affirms me every single day and being such the best spiritual leader ever of all Thank time. Thank you so much, baby. And it's interesting that as, I don't know, as I was just giving that sermonette there, we got a message that came in. I saw it out of the corner of my eye just now. It says, uh, we're someone, I'm even going to repeat it, but basically someone is quoting the Quran at us. And let me just explain something here. Um, you know, we'll pray for anybody, but we pray uh, to the God of, of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, who had yes. a son whose name was Christ, who who conquered death. Uh, you know, you can go visit Muhammad right now at his grave site, and his bones are still there. That's a praise report. I but know. I just, he, it fell out. That was God. That was yeah. God saying that. Yeah. But <laughs> just as, you know, Muhammad is dead, and you can visit his bones, but Jesus, uh, Jesus' grave is empty. And we, we honor and we worship a living God. I don't honor or worship uh, Muhammad. And, uh, you know, I'll pray for anybody. I'll pray. For, Father God, we pray for Flower Hamani, Ham, I can't press it, Hamemi here. Uh, we thank you for this person. And we pray, yes. God, that the person comes to, to know you and reject yes, Jesus. Um, Muhammad in favor of the one living Christ. Amen. His name, amen. All right, guys. Thank you. Listen, for tuning in. We really appreciate everything. We appreciate all the encouraging words we get, and uh, we thank you very much. We'll see you on Friday, 7.30 Eastern Standard Time. Uh, As always, uh, be blessed and be a blessing. Bye. And you look really pretty. Well, you look most handsome. Thank you. Thank you for joining us. Don't forget to follow Jordan and Kristen Ministries on Facebook, YouTube, and iTunes. And remember to tune in next week and every week on Tuesdays at 845 on WMCA The Mission, AM 570 and FM 102.3.